Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Well, that was interesting. I didn't hear any audio with the intro video. So basically it's saying we get together uh, every day, actually, but particularly on Mondays for Mindset Mondays. So my name is Ed Lane. I'm a broker out of the Seattle market, and I am excited to be talking to you today about Mindset Monday, but more specifically about positive psychology. Um, you know, it's it's really been quite interesting if you've studied it at all. For literally 125 plus years, uh, psychologists have been focused on Freudian psychology. And it wasn't until about 25 or 30 years ago that the idea of positive psychology came about. And the difference is Freudian psychology is what screwed up thing happened to you early in your life that's causing you difficulty today, you know, whether it's abuse or neglect or whatever. They tried to focus on the negatives that happened decades earlier or years earlier and try and use that to explain things that were happening in your life today. Well, positive psychology in the 90s took a turn. A gentleman named Martin Seligman said, what if instead of that, what if we focused on the positive and uh, tried to replicate it and encourage it and make it grow. And that's why I'm sure you've all heard of, you know, the attitude of gratitude and sort of these practices that will actually retrain your brain. So the the kind of 30 second version of, of that idea is if you have a habit of writing down three things you're grateful for each morning, like I do, uh, your brain actually will start to look for those things during the day because it knows that you're going to have to write them down tomorrow morning, right? And so what ends up happening is you start to see more goodness in the world because you're looking for it, if that makes sense. So what I wanted to actually talk about today, that's all just context for this awesome book that I just read. And I'm going to share a number of books with you uh, on this topic that you can jot down if you're interested in learning about it. Um, but I genuinely invite you to do that because uh, they're literally life-changing books because they change your outlook. So the book today, though, is called Mind Hacking Happiness. It's a really good book. It was written by a gentleman named Sean Webb, who has kind of an interesting story. He, he actually started in the tech industry. He was in tech sales, and he wasn't very gratifying for him. So he decided, you know, I'm going to... Um, explore other things. And one of the things he always had a passion for was the brain and trying to understand how the brain works and how he can sort of maximize his life and use optimism to do so. And so he really dove into it full force and started studying it. And it kind of opened up some ideas to him and un unlocked some things to him. One of the biggest things that it did is it gave him this idea of the control room for your brain. So if you think of your, uh, you have your frontal cortex, right? And it basically is like RAM is to your computer. So 
you open up applications on your computer, they move into RAM and they run there until you close them and you put them away, right? So, so we do the same thing with our thoughts and we have our ideas in our frontal cortex and we act on those thoughts. Well, you also have a cerebral cortex and that's where ideas and things go to live when you're not using them actively. And I'll give you a great example. Have you ever driven to the office and not remembered the drive? Right. So it's sort of along the lines of muscle memory, but it's your your brain operating in the subconscious to get you where you're trying to go. And so what Sean figured out is uh, you you have all kinds of things that happen in your life. But none of them affect you until you decide how they're going to affect you. Right. So you could call me a jerk or an asshole or whatever. And it's how I react to it that's going to either ruin my day or make my day not impacted by your unkind words. So uh, when you think of it in that regard, the control room is that buffer, right? So you actually have an, an instant to decide how you want to react to something. And what's really awesome about this book, and I, I read it just a couple months ago, but before I even got into chapter three, he had already done a good enough job communicating this concept that I started recognizing these opportunities when they were happening. Happening, And so something negative would happen during my day. And instead of affecting my emotion, it caused my brain to analyze it, evaluate it, and then decide was an emotional reaction even necessary. I mean, it, it worked that fast. Like I read the first few chapters in, in one day. And then the next day I was already doing this, which was really powerful because we're all susceptible to kind of knee jerk reactions. Right. And you can all think of a time where you're like, man, I wish I wouldn't have said that. But it was in response to something typically. Right. So if you think about the the ability to manage your emotions by using your control room of your brain. There's a lot of applications for that. Right. And what the military figured out is that not only could this benefit soldiers, but it also helped them recover more quickly from traumatic events or uh, horrible things that they've witnessed, you know, things that typically would cause PTSD. And they actually saw a significant statistical decline in the instance of PTSD, which is phenomenal. Right. I mean, think about uh, veteran suicide and all the things, all the negative things that come out of war. And they figured this out and said, you know, well, you know what? Heck, why don't we start training? Uh, yes, absolutely, Michelle. So I, the book I'm talking about is called Mind Hacking Happiness by Sean Webb. And I'll recap the list at the end because I've, I've got a few books I wanted to mention that I've really enjoyed. But the back to the military. So the military said, you know what, we need to implement something like this. And it actually in 2008. So for 14 years. Now, remember, positive psychology has only been around for about 25 or 30 years. So within about 10 years, 2008, they created what's called the Comprehensive Soldier Fitness Program, which was specifically designed for mental fitness. And then. Fast forward, Sean Webb goes through this epiphany of, I want to do more with my life. And he starts studying the brain and he figures out 
some some new ways to think of and implement uh, control of your mind and gets hired by the U.S. Navy. So he went from tech sales dude to literally training Navy SEALs on how to manage their brains and their emotions and their responses to the things that they're experiencing out in the field. And the Navy SEAL program embraced it with both arms and said, this is phenomenal. We want to do this. So um, that's sort of helped Sean launch. Well, gosh, maybe I should write a book, right? So, so he writes mind hacking happiness one and two. There's, there's two uh, volumes. I've only read the first one so far, but I can't wait to start the next one. Um, so the book is going to give you sort of a roadmap for managing your emotion and what ends up happening. And actually this is straight off his website. Your IQ goes up when you're able to do this. So let me say it differently. Your IQ goes down when you have an emotional response to something. Your IQ goes down when you have an emotional response to something. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? We never really thought of it that way. But yeah, when you get filled with rage or you get filled with sadness or fill in the blank emotion, you sure as hell don't get smarter, right? But what if you could manage that emotion? It doesn't mean you aren't going to decide after evaluating it that anger is the right response or sadness is the right response, but you have that buffer, right? And so it literally increases your IQ and your EQ. Imagine that, right? And then straight from his website, he says, how much would you like to increase your IQ, your EQ, your cognitive function, your creativity, memory, and focus while decreasing anxiety, depression, and negative mood states, reducing chronic pain and inflammation, and increase your immune system health and well-being. I mean, those are some pretty profound claims, right? That's that's like snake oil salesman territory. But if you think about the the focus of the book and what we're concentrating on and reducing those you know, overly emotional responses, it makes perfect sense that all these things could be the byproduct of that, right? So um, I, I love the book. I strongly encourage you to read it. There's also some other books, if you're interested in learning more about positive psychology, which again, has been around since the 90s, a gentleman named Martin Seligman is credited as being the founder of positive psychology. Uh, and he wrote a few books, actually, that I've read. One's called Authentic Happiness. One's called Learned Optimism. And the third one is called Flourish. And there's a few other uh, great authors that are focused on this sort of part of psychology. Uh, one of them is Sean Acor. And he wrote a book called The Happiness Advantage. And this, that book was literally the first book that I read in this vein. And I read it probably over 10 years ago now. Um, but that book was awesome. And 
it was interesting because uh, Sean Acor's story is he was he grew up in Texas and he wanted to uh, go to Harvard. That was his dream was to go to Harvard. And he got the grades to go to Harvard and he got in to Harvard. And then his parents told him they couldn't afford to send him to Harvard. So he was crushed. Right. So imagine you're, I mean, he's only 18, right? But his life's dream was to go to this university and then he has it, you know, at his fingertips, but taken away. So he's devastated by it. And then in the 11th hour, a scholarship comes through and he is able to attend. And so he goes to Amherst, where Harvard is. And if, if you've ever seen pictures of Harvard's campus, it's gorgeous. And He's at this beautiful place and he's, um, you know, taking in all the beauty and he's like, holy crap, this is awesome. But he looks around and every undergrad that's there is stressed out and miserable and he can't understand it. He's like, how can you be in such a beautiful place and be so miserable? But they are. So he uh decides he's going to study psychology and he also discovers positive psychology because this was in the 90s and he's laser focused on it so he goes to his professor and he says uh i want to do my thesis on positive psychology and i put together a, a syllabus for this class and what the curriculum is going to be and the the proctor for his thesis says Okay, fine, you can do that, but we're gonna we're gonna put you in this you know closet-sized classroom in the back of the psychology building because nobody's gonna attend your class. The very first time he held this class, do you know how many people signed up for it at Harvard? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred undergrads at Harvard saw benefit in taking a class on positive psychology that had never been offered before. So it was purely based on the, the name and the syllabus. Isn't that incredible? So anyway, uh, Sean Acor wrote The Happiness Advantage. It's like anchor without the end. Uh, if you've ever heard of Peter Diamandis, he's an incredible um, forward thinker and he's written a couple books with Stephen Kotler. Uh, one's called Abundance. Abundance is really cool. Abundance is all about uh, crowdsourcing and how how you could solve literally any problem on the globe with crowdsourcing. An example was the um, remember the oil platform was it Sun Sunrise Horizon or something like that? The oil platform in the Gulf of Mexico that broke off and started spilling a million gallons of oil into the Gulf a day, a million gallons of oil polluting the Gulf of Mexico. It was made into a movie. You guys, I know, can remember better than I can, but uh, they needed to, to fix that, right? Well, the problem was the cleaning uh, technology that was available to clean this million gallons a, a day problem was this the same technology that they used to clean the Exxon Valdez oil tanker that uh, leaked into the Alaskan waters, right? And that was 25 years earlier. 
And it was horribly inadequate to deal with a much larger problem in the Gulf of Mexico 25 years later. So you know what they did? They crowdsourced. They said, we're going to put up $3 million as a prize and we're going to have a contest. And the contest was who can clean oil out of water the fastest. And the minimum was, uh, I think it was, it had to be 25 times faster than whatever the Exxon Valdez technology was. And they had like 180 entrants from 90 different countries enter into this contest. And the winner was able to clean like 2000 times faster than the Exxon Valdez technology. And that's the technology they use to clean the Gulf. So my point and the point of that book is you could tackle anything. Like you could literally say, we want to figure out how to feed people in third world countries, or we want to figure out how to bring water to deserts, or we want to figure out fill in the blank. And Peter Diamandis believes in this uh, solution so greatly that he started a university and they invite, I think it's a hundred applicants a year get in, uh, invited to this university and their whole mission in life is to solve issues and problems in the world. It's pretty cool. Um, okay. So really, I think I've about covered it. So let me talk just for a minute about resources. If you're interested in learning more about mind hacking happiness, which I think is a great introduction to this whole field of positive psychology, because he writes it in a way that it's really easy to absorb and it's um, kind of in layman's terms. He even says, you know, at times this is, a, you know, I promise this is the last time I'll use this Latin name for this part of your brain, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but so he's got uh, Mind Hacking Happiness, Volume One and Volume Two. So there's two books that are available. He has a podcast that you can get at any podcast uh, service that you subscribe to. He has online webinars that you can partake of. And you can also go to his website, which is just mindhackinghappiness.com. So I would say dip your toes in the water and see what it what you can glean from that and if uh you know if it's something that you find interesting i'd love to hear how it went for you so let me open it up for questions uh i know i dropped the names of a lot of books so i can repeat those if you need them but are there any questions and if there aren't I will wish you all a very good day. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.